All right, welcome to today's show and today's podcast. I do have a joke for you. I feel like I'm so sick of Lauren getting all the spotlight for the Lauren cheese. I wanted to bring my own joke. You're stealing my thunder. I just wanted to give this joke. What do you call a pig that does karate? A pork chop. Dang it. I've told that one before. You got that from me. Well, this is awkward. (laughs) Uh, Today today on the show, you lose your minivan because of uh, Fortnite, the video game on the phone, Jenks. So we have that on the show. Yeah, we uh, also paid tribute to some of our favorite teachers growing up with it being Teacher Appreciation Week. And we do... Our best and worst sounds. Yeah. The sounds that we love and sounds that we hate. I'm still kind of squeamish from the one that you hate. Yep. So enjoy today's show. On the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. Oh, good morning. I don't know what that first thing was, huh? Uh, yeah, that's called You're Getting Old. And the noises you know that come out of you when you stretch... I do realize I'm getting old because just uh, last night I had something go on with my back. And when you're younger, you can always point to, oh, this is the reason why. I had nothing else to say, but I got a little something, something going on with my back. That's when you yep. know you're old. When, Aging pains, baby. When you have a pain and you just say something's going on, you know? Yeah. Before, it's like, oh, well, I ran a marathon, so my legs are a little tired today. The moment you start using the word kink when you're yeah. referring to, like, an ache or a pain yeah. is when you know you're getting old. Like, By the way, that's man, the only time we've ever kink. referred to kink in our marriage. So <laughs> it's only been something in our neck. That's it's what it's been. weird kink in yeah. my neck or my back. All right. So I was really excited to talk about this because I think I have, this is like the ultimate Joey life hack. I think I figured out a new way to shop. So we were looking for a water table, which wasn't a thing when I was a kid, but apparently it is now for toddlers. And you wanted me to buy this water table from Costco. Now, a water table is like this plastic thing you put in your backyard, you fill it with water, and you can move things in the water. Yeah, it comes it's not down always and, plastic, but it's a it's basically a play table that you can fill with water yeah. out in the backyard for kids. So I get to Costco looking for this water table, and it's like right when you walk in. Great deal. It's like $30 off, whatever it is. So I see this, and I see the water table there, like the display, no boxes left. So I'm like, well, they're out. Okay. So I see this guy walk by and I go, hey, is there any more of those water tables? And he's like, oh, well, that's the last one. Do you want it? I said, yeah, sure. I'll, yeah, I'd love it. And so he takes the little sign. You know Costco, they got the big signs. Yeah. He takes off the sign. He's like, yeah, just give them this sign. They'll scan the barcode and take it. And then he took the display and put it in my cart. And you know what my first thought was? This is how I want to shop for every big item till the day I die. But that's risky. No assembly required. Yeah, but it's risky because you don't know when to go get the last one. Because they're not going to give you the display until they're out. Totally. Totally agree. But it is a price I'm willing to pay. But it is nice to not have to put anything together. So now, like, think about it. You don't have to open the box. And I realize some things are going to be very tough. I mean, some things are giant. And so I don't know. Unless you had a flatbed, flatbed, yeah, you know, trailer. I don't know how you'd get it to your house, but I'd figure that out rather than assembling it. I'll call somebody. I'll rent a semi truck if I need to and get it to my house rather than assemble it. I'm just glad you got it because I sent you to a specific Costco for the specific yeah. water table. Yeah, and I basically was like, "Don't come home without it," because yep. I really want it for our. Son. And I'm like. <laughs> I'm leaving, and everyone's kind of giving me looks because they've never really seen this. I mean, it's it's all set up. It's got all the little trinkets on it. It's all good to go. It barely fit into my cart. I'm pushing around, looking at some other things. And I said, from now on, 
I, this is how I'm doing it. You want to get you want to get furniture? You want to get mm-hmm. a chair? Yeah. You know what? I'll just wait till it's all down to the display. Hey, can I have that lazy boy? Sure. No assembly required. Not a bad idea. Although I don't think you assemble an, a lazy boy, so that was a bad example. That don't is a lazy bad boys already come assembled? Yeah. Okay. What would be another example of something like this? Well, um, like, well, a, like other a table, furniture. you know, something like that, like a kitchen table or a dresser. Or in a nightstand. Like something that has like drawers that you have to assemble. Nightstand. Perfect example. Yep. Not doing it ever again. So that'll be the new thing. So if you have the patience, and I do, I don't have much going on in my life. All you got to do is walk around Costco till they keep going. You need an in at Costco is what you need. You need someone on the inside that could say, Joey, we have yeah. one left. I repeat, one left in a box. Do you want the display? Get here now. Like, I think seriously. a lot of people don't think once the once it's all gone. I I mean, I'm sure a lot of people probably thought, oh, they're all out. Yeah. I don't think many people think, can I just take the display one? I Sweet. took the display. And I don't care if thousands of people have touched their dirty little hands on it. It doesn't bother me at all. <laughs> Who cares? I didn't have to assemble it. I didn't have to open a stupid instruction Why packet. Not? Uh, all right. We got to get an update. We got to get yes. this uh, this chewy nugget ice update. Well, I feel like I actually need to go get the chewy nugget ice really quick. So let me give a backstory. So we talked about this nugget ice that mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with. I still haven't gotten my my ice maker yet. But we have had so much noise in our office just banging and stuff above us. And I found out it's because our neighbors upstairs were installing a nugget ice machine. Yeah. And they're big fans of the show. They listen every morning. And they came downstairs yesterday and brought me my own personal bucket um, of nugget ice. And they're like, come on up anytime you want to fill it. And so is your plan to actually, let me just get this straight, is your plan that when you run out, because they gave you it in, it looks like an urn. It honestly looks like an urn for your um, grandmother. I've had some, some, I've I've raised some eyebrows in the office when I walk around with my urn of ice. And it's got a little scooper and everything. (laughs) Yeah, I know. So my question is, when you run out, your plan is to walk up the stairs in this office building, knock on the business, this door of this business, right. and to say, can I get a refill of my ice, please? I'm from downstairs. I mean, they said I could. <laughs> do you think Do you think there's going to be some different person working? They're like, yeah, I don't I just, know you, woman. Or I wonder if it was more like a sweet gesture, more than like, oh, this is a they for real thing. They said anytime. All right. I'm going to take them up on it. It's Joey and Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren's trending stories. You know, a lot of celebrities, celebrity moms in particular, have been talking a lot about Mother's Day coming up. Yeah. Sharing some of the things that they're most excited for. And Angelina Jolie has revealed her favorite thing about Mother's Day. And she says her favorite thing is seeing her kids, she has got a whole bunch of them, seeing her kids gonna say that all nine of them. work together to surprise her. And this kind of got me excited. Like, I know we just have a, a toddler yeah, right she, now. And by the way, it's just two working together, and one of them is lazy, won't do anything, and won't tell me what he wants. <laughs> so that's the problem we're having. But it gets me excited like when our kids are older, we have multiple kids, and then they feel within them that they want to do something to surprise me. Not just because dad says, hey, okay, do this or do that. Does yeah. that make sense? Oh, like I can't when your wait. kids show the appreciation back. When I can start saying, all right, guys, it's Mother's Day. Let's whip up some breakfast and they can do the majority of it. I'm excited for that moment. If you want to live with George Clooney or if you want to hang out with him at his house, he's giving one lucky fan and a guest of their choice the chance to spend an evening with him and his wife, Amal, at their home in Lake Como, Italy. How no. amazing is that? And also, I don't know. I mean, that I, seems a little like I'd be nervous if I was him. Me too. I was thinking like, the what same if you thing. Get like, someone creepy. Do you think it's 
actually his house, I would actually stage a house. I'm like, no, I'm not I'm not showing somebody where I actually live. It's one of their homes, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure they have to be let in by some guard and a whole if security. You could have team. dinner with a celebrity, George Clooney's way down on my list. I don't feel like I'm um it seems hmm. very boring. I, I just don't feel like I'm elevated enough. I'm not pinkies out enough to hang out with him. Yeah, in he's kind of fancy schmancy. He doesn't seem like he could just get down and have a good Who time. Who would you want to hang out with? I already know. First one that came to Adam mind. Adam Sandler. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to say. <laughs> me and, and Adam Sandler. We already talked about him today. But to me, you're right. He just feels like kind of a yeah. chill, laid back kind and, of dude. And the meal that you'd have at Adam Sandler house, I imagine he would just cater every fast food joint in the surrounding area. Probably. George Clooney would probably have some fancy food. Yeah, probably. Um, speaking of celebrities, how about this? Mark Wahlberg has gone viral recently after sharing photos. So he's preparing for a movie role. And this is amazing. I got to hand it to celebrities that can pack on the pounds or shred before a movie roll. Mm-hmm. Normally, we're used to Mark Wahlberg being shredded. Oh, he's normally like always ripped. Pack. Yeah. Looks amazing. So on his Instagram, he has shared photos of his transformation. In just three weeks, he's gained over 20 pounds and he still has 20 more to So gain. he's getting chunky. Yep. He's getting fat. Yeah. Sorry. He's not gaining 20 pounds of muscle. And he credits a personal chef that's been cooking meals for him. All the fatty meals. Can I have that movie role? Like, I'm down for it. If anybody wants to give me a role where I just need to plump up. And that's the nice thing is you get a plump up and you can be like, it's for a role. And everyone's like, oh, okay, cool. I just plump up in three days and I'm just like, it's because I'm here. Yeah, for me, it's not for a role. It's for that role. Like, I want (laughs) to eat that role. Or it's for all the roles, It's that role, yeah. (laughs) Here's a, a little picture for you. Holy crap, Before and after. Lauren. So this is him. And, and I'll share this like on our social per- media. Uh, different person. I know. That's just in three weeks. That's amazing. Totally ripped on one end. And then the other end, he's just, you know, packing on the little dad bod a little bit. And his wife chimed in and says, still sexy to me. Oh, yeah. His wife's probably, yeah. Yeah, but 20 more to gain. And I, I just think that's crazy because now he's going to have to cut it all off. What role is Mark Wahlberg going to be a little chubby guy. That's going to be interesting. Not quite sure. And uh, those are some of your trending stories. It's Joey's Phone Janks. Joey and Lauren in the morning. Hello? Brad. Well, is this Brad? No, this is not Brad. This is Lindsay. Do you know a Brad? I I was told this is Brad's number. I'm confused. I'm I'm Brad's wife. Oh, you're Brad's wife. Okay. Well, um, I was just letting you know. Coming on by the house uh, to pick up that Chrysler Pacifica, man. Can't believe you lost. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to uh, to pick up the car. <laughs> I, I can't believe uh, Brad wait, did that. what are you talking about? I don't know what you're... So... What do you mean? Brad's your husband. Brad mm-hmm. played me. My name's Tyler. I play him in Fortnite all the time. And he was talking a big game last night. He said that if I beat him, I get your Chrysler Pacifica minivan and I beat him. And so I'm heading to your house. I've got your address, 11 Street, right? And I'm going to pick up the minivan. Excuse me? No, no. No. What what do you mean no? I I won the minivan. I'm like you got to talk to your husband, but that's that's not my bad. That's his bad. So you can't pick up the sticks, play me in Fortnite and lose and I'm picking up that van. I need my mom's coming with me. We're picking up that van. How old are you? How old am I? That's not important. What's important is that you don't have a minivan anymore because Brad got beat in Fortnite because I took him down. I I don't know what, look, I don't know what happened, but sorry he uh, betted on you, but this is is not going to happen. Wait, 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 wait. So you're going to allow a grown man and your husband, Brad, who I imagine you love dearly, 
play me in Fortnite, talk a big game. He bet his minivan because he knew he couldn't lose to me. I beat him, and now you're saying I can't pick up the minivan? I'm on the way. I I don't know what he said to you, and I'm sorry. And I'm sorry you guys had a a situation, but you cannot have the van. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh, Brad. Let me guess. Brad's probably not that great of a father and husband if he goes back on his deals, huh? Is that what you're telling me, Lindsay? That is inappropriate. So please do not come over. Please don't. You you. owe me your van. So get your car seats out. Get the goldfish out. I'm taking your Chrysler Pacifica. I've heard it's a 2016. It's got low miles on it. He was talking a big game on Fortnite last night. Listen, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to pick up the van, and then you talk to Brad and figure out what your next vehicle is going to be. Does that sound fine? No. Oh, okay. No. Just stay at your house. You can't get the van. Okay. Well, um, maybe you should talk to your husband, Brad, because he did talk to me. But I'm not Tyler from Fortnite. I'm Joey from Joey and Lauren in the morning, and he set you up on a phone, Jenks. <laughs> this is all a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Are you yes, I serious. Well, I'm not serious. I'm joking. Uh, but no, your husband wanted to mess with you. He knows that you give him a hard time from video games and that stuff. So what's better than betting your minivan? Oh, my gosh. I was going to lose my mind. <laughs> I love how you're like, how old are you, kid? Like, no, don't worry. So uh, enjoy your minivan. <laughs> Nothing is going to happen to your van, all right? Okay, good. <laughs> Hear it again and all your favorite Phone Janks episodes on demand. Did you lose my number or? It's time to make up or break up. With Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is make up or break up. Sometimes we get people on this segment, and I'm like, why are we even helping them? Because Mark has been out with Heidi three times. He's trying to go on a fourth date. And I'm like, man, when you get that heavily involved in somebody, to get the old Joey and Lauren... Well... On the problem. These are always hard for me because they stump me more. Because I'm like... If somebody liked you enough to go out two, three times, yeah, you know, exactly. what's the deal, right? So, Mark is with us, going to talk to us about Heidi. Hello, Mark. Hey. Good morning, guys. How good are you? Good morning. Thank you We're so good. much for joining us. Okay, so uh, you've been on three dates, and your most recent date, and I got to give you a ton of credit because no way in heck would I do this, especially with someone I don't fully know yet. You went to a dance class? We did go to a dance class. Yeah, you know, I thought, you know, after going out on three dates, you know, he before we were just going and grabbing drinks and, you mm-hmm. know, conversing. And I, I thought it would be kind of fun to not only do something like a little more physical, but she had told me before that she really liked dance. So, you know, in my mind, I'm like, oh, look, I'll earn some brownie points by taking her to go do this thing that she really likes. And like, you know, I'm not really a dancer, but, you know, I was going to go out there and, and make an effort. Um and, you know, so that's why I decided to, to take her dancing. That's yeah. really sweet because there are not a lot of guys that would just put themselves out there like that, especially so early on. Now, would you consider uh, Heidi like your, well, not your girlfriend at this point, but would you guys consider like you're dating because it's been a couple times? Do you I w- feel that? I mean- I would say we're dating, yes. Like, you oh. know, I mean, we had kissed a couple of times on the dates, and I kissed her at the end of this last date. But, you know, this kind of date ended in a weird place. Like, I didn't feel as comfortable about our future after after this date. Dang. So you've kissed three times at least? 
you don't have to give me a specific. At number, least, but. yeah, at least. I mean, I would certainly say like if we if we were if we didn't have the clear definition of dating, like I mean, we were just right yeah. below that because we were spending a lot of time together and like you know intimate settings and things mm-hmm. like that. So I, I just you know I was really hoping that this would be the way to to you know take the next step. But I, I could tell there was a point during um, our hang where she was just not uh, not feeling it. Okay. And in between dates, you guys are talking often, texting, calling. Um, we have been, yeah. We haven't really spoken much since this, uh, our last, um, uh, since our little dance capade. Um, but prior to that, we had been communicating pretty regularly. And yeah. she, she knows that you're not a dancer, right? Like this wasn't something that caught her off guard because you said you're just trying well, to learn. Well, if she did not, if she did not know before, I think she, the uh, the dance lesson certainly proved that. Okay, so you were, you're you know, not I a mean, good I'm dancer. I'm kind of heavy on my feet, and it, it was more for her than it was for me. Got um, it. You know, I, I was hoping that I could be kind of a, you know, endearing or cute, but you know, I tried my best, and I think that's uh, something to be proud of. Once again, for I. Sure. Give you credit no way i would do that because to me i mean first of all you get that physical touch i mean it, trust me we've done we've done some dance things and i'm like man you are really close together mm-hmm. but i just think the awkwardness of it wouldn't be for me but i'm proud of you man well and you owned it right yeah. it sounds like you owned that yeah this is not okay. my number one thing right so uh mark let's play a song let's come back you stay with us on the line and let's call heidi all right man all right thank you guys it's time to make up or break up it's Joey and Lauren, and it's makeup or breakup, and we've got a doozy today because Mark considers Heidi not his girlfriend, but he says we are dating. I mean, we've gone out three times. If they're not dating, he says they're close oh, to right. dating because yeah. it's been several times. They've, they've kissed several times. They've now gone out on three dates, and the most recent date, he says, I took her to a dance class. I don't dance, but I know she likes to. So I want to kind of show her that I'm interested in that and I want to learn. Now, he admitted, I give him credit because I said, I think that takes a lot of guts for a guy to be like, all right, let's do a dance class Mm -hmm. because normally it gets awkward. He says, yeah, I'm not a good dancer and she knows that. I mean, I'm heavy footed. So it's not like they got on the floor and everything was smooth, Mm -hmm. but he still says, I mean... We're kissing when we go on these days. Maybe so. he scuffed her really nice shoes. Maybe he stepped on her That's foot. it, Lauren. That's it. <laughs> That's what it is. All right. So How dare you? <laughs> let's call Heidi. Hello? Hello. Is this uh, Heidi? This is she. Heidi, this is uh, Joey and Lauren in the morning. Morning radio show. Hello. Hi. Hi, Heidi. You don't sound so confident. I don't blame you. Hi. Uh, I, this is a little random. Um, if you have a second, we'd like to talk to you about uh, somebody named Mark who reached out to us. Oh, okay. Okay. Is, uh, sure. This guy that you've been going on a few dates with, is that the case? Mm-hmm. You're probably yeah, wondering I've how we know. I've a couple dates with him. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. The reason we know this information is not because we're stalkers, but it's because uh, Mark actually reached out to us. Because apparently after you guys have gone on a few dates, you are not contacting him anymore. And so he's very concerned. He really likes you. And he's like, could you guys reach out to her? And we do this on our show all the time. We try to figure out what's going on with dating life. And so we're trying to figure out why the communication has stopped and what happened. Like what happened on your most recent date to cause that? Um, okay. Well, we've gone on a few dates. And they had gone pretty well. And then our most recent date, he took me dancing, which mm-hmm. was actually really amazing and very sweet. And I know that it took a lot for him to even take me dancing. Cause it's really vulnerable if you're not really into it. But mm-hmm. I am really into dance. 
and I'm into expressing myself through movement. It helps me like shift my energy, you know, like I'm, I'm one of those kinds of women. Hey, cool. Yeah, and no, no big deal. While we, and while we were dancing, I just was hoping that there would be more of a connection, more. I mean, it's such an intimate thing, dancing together is, and I didn't feel the spark, and I didn't feel the passion. And to me, that was a big sign that it just wasn't going to work out. Okay, so you're saying it's a, this is a feeling. This is not something he did. This is a feeling of when you were dancing. Yeah, absolutely. Now, this doesn't have anything to do with him not being a dancer, right? Like, I would hope you'd give him the benefit of the doubt because he'd never really done it before. Yeah, no, no, no. It wasn't that he wasn't an expert dancer. It wasn't that I was like, oh, I'm embarrassed to be around him. Look at look how bad of a dancer he is. Mm-hmm. And he actually wasn't bad. He wasn't a super bad dancer. Um but it was just an energetic thing. I just didn't feel that, oh, you know what I mean? I mean, a lot of times on, like, we do this a lot, Heidi, and a lot of times we, it is something specific that someone did or something said. And so I can normally point and say, well, this is why, I don't know. I mean, I can't plan, if you think the energy's off and the spark's not there, I can't sit there and say, oh, how can you deny yeah, the spark? If you feel that the energy is so good on the other dates, I mean, here's the deal, Heidi. We actually do have... Mark on the phone with us right now, and and he's been here listening. We want to so, feel this spark through the phone. Uh, I, yeah, I feel kind of bad. So, <laughs> Mark, we're gonna we're gonna bring you on right now, um, so you can talk to Heidi. Um, hi, Heidi. Hey, Mark. Um, I, you know, I'm kind of taken aback. I assumed that me bringing you dancing, this thing that you really like to do, would have kind of been, you know, this the uh, a sign that I really had strong feelings for you because I know it was something you like to do. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Like I've said that multiple times, like it took a lot of you to take me Uh there and I appreciate it. It was a really nice, thoughtful date, but it doesn't have anything to do with the fact that you're attracted to me or you have feelings for me. Like, yes, you're a nice guy and I had fun with you, but like, there's just something missing. And so in my opinion, it's like, why continue if we're at this like date moment, Right, three, four dates. Like that's kind of if when you're not you feeling decide it. if it's right or not. Yeah, but I don't think it's right to just not talk to him anymore and just drop him off. Why well, what don't do you, you say? What are you, you going to text? Well, There's no spark. There's no flame. Can't you just say? I mean, I don't know, Mark. Wouldn't you appreciate if maybe Heidi at least responded I mean, and said, "Hey, I don't think it's going to yeah, work." Yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I would have much rather have had a conversation and said, "Like, hey, I don't think this is working out." Because at least I know, you know, I could mm-hmm. close the chapter. And, you know, there's not this lingering feeling of, like, well, is she just not getting back to me because um, she's busy or sure, because yeah. she doesn't like me? Like, you know, there was a lot of uncertainty that, I'm not going to lie, was kind of that kind of sucked. And, like, I'm now happy that at least I have some closure. But, like, that, I just would have appreciated that. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you don't like me, that's fine. Like, I d- uh, did my best to try and um, be a good person to date. And, you know, if that means yeah, I have sure. to change some things about myself, so be it. But, like, I, I do think a phone call or at least a text would have been warranted. Okay, but, like, I'm not your girlfriend. You're not my girlfriend, but I mean, isn't it just common human decency to just like tell right. someone, "Hey, I mean, I'm not going to see you, you anymore"? Dancing, like, You've I only mean, been on a couple of dates, right? I don't feel like I owe you anything. You don't, of course, you don't owe me anything. But don't you think, like, in any situation, just open communication is just going to be better in the long run? I mean. Yeah. What we need to do is we need to have a dance off. I think that's the only way to <laughs> to solve this, right? 
I mean, truthfully, truthfully, and Mark, I like your chances because Heidi was actually giving you compliments on the dancing. Well, it's you know, it's unfortunate that she'll never get to see my actual hidden breakdancing skills that I was going to unleash on date eight. But you oh, know, yeah. what it was, right, guys, we'll, sometimes we'll, things we'll, just don't work out. Yeah, it doesn't work out. That. But um, you you got to have that spark there. But I agree. Maybe a little text. I don't know if you just do an X and a flame emoji for that text that says <laughs> there's no spark. But either way, uh, let's get Mark breakdancing sometime soon. Beard again, and all your favorite makeup or breakup episodes on demand. Joey and Lauren in the morning. Thanks for hanging out with us today. I saw this going around the internet. Your favorite sound in the world and your least favorite sound in the world. And this is great for Lauren because Lauren hates this stuff. I like, just hate sounds in general. You, <laughs> There's a lot of sounds I hate. You work in the radio industry and you're I like, know. I hate sounds. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. And you don't like the ASMR stuff. I can no. watch that all day. You want to give me someone that wants to, on YouTube, open up crab legs for three hours? No up way. Close to a microphone. No I can way. listen to that all day. You know Love what? I, I know what a lot of you are thinking. Oh, yeah, Lauren, we already know you hate the sound of people eating and chewing and all that stuff. I'm going to spare you. I have different sounds. I'm hey, not well, going to play anything. This is going to be specific. Like, yes. This is the best sound in the world, in your mind. The your best favorite sound. sound. And then the worst sound. And it's yeah. got to be specific, okay? So, you want to start with best or you want to start with worst? Uh, let's go best and let's have okay. you start. So, my best sound in the world is... A golf swing. Listen to this. Oh, one more time. Oh, a golf swing? Yeah. <sighs> Come on. That's beautiful. That's the best sound in the world. A golf swing. Yeah. Listen. Oh, gosh. Listen how amazing that is. Are you kidding me right now? Yeah, that's that's it. No, that's it. Yep. Well, mine, I think a lot of people are actually going to agree with this. That nice, crackling sizzle of a campfire. No. Ooh. It doesn't even make it sound happy. Like, listen. It's, listen. It's just ambient noise. The, no, the a, popping in the cracks. You don't hear that? You know what? I smell that. That's what I smell. That's All I smell is my clothes getting oh, smoked. That's a terrible it, answer. Uh, are you serious? Yes. That's, I think that's the a, best answer. It's way better than a golf a swing. A fire in the summer. Jared's in here from yeah. IT and engineering. What do you He's think, He's nodding Jared? right now. Campfire. You would say, can't, okay, no. No, I don't play golf at all. Well, that's the thing. Okay, I'm, what I'm dealing with is I'm dealing with people that aren't an athlete like me, a natural-born <laughs> athlete. And so the problem that you guys are having is you don't understand what that sound means, and that sound means that I just piped one 300 yards. It, oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, and okay. maybe something like that, maybe 100 yards, 150 <laughs> yards. So that's your uh, best sound. Oh, absolutely. Kay. Best sound. Let's go to your worst sound. Okay. What is the worst sound in the world? There are a lot of sounds that I hate. Yes, everybody knows this. But this one has to top the list, and that is that awful, disgusting dad sneeze. That horrible... <laughs> oh, dad sneeze? horrible sneeze. You know what I'm talking about. You know. <laughs> Why is a dad sneeze? Why does that have to be a dad sneeze? Because everybody knows that the dads, you know, everyone's dad cannot... Sneeze at an acceptable volume. I mean, my dad volume. does sneeze, I, but I feel like my sneezes aren't at the dad sneeze level yet. You have to reach a certain level of dadhood Seasoned. to develop that sneeze. And there have been times my grandpa has shook the earth, like shaken the earth with his sneeze. It's just the, yeah, just the whole like thing. he sways his I'm head I'm surprised back. you didn't say something with like chewing ice or well, sucking gonna, on something. You know? I was going <laughs> to go that route because I hate the mouth noises. 
but I decided that uh, everybody already knows that, and this is also a noise that I hate. Okay. Cause, more because it startles me every time. So I have my worst sound, but here's the problem. Couldn't find a sound effect. So I actually brought in Jared, IT engineer, and I said, Jared, can you make this sound for me? So while everything else was played on a computer, I'm bringing you the worst sound on planet Earth live <laughs> and in Jared. color. Oh, no. So I have instructed Jared what it is. Let me describe it. It is. I'm nervous at what it is. It's when someone wakes up and they, I don't, I don't want to say clear your throat, but let's just have Jared do it. Okay, Jared? All right. You gotta do uh, it again. One do more it time? with the whole yawn. Uh, <laughs> like when someone does that when they wake up, I do want to smack them. And not, normally I don't care. <laughs> so but that is the worst song them. in the world. The worst sound, worst in, the sound world. in the world. And the worst song in the world. But that is the worst sound in the world. Wow, Jared. I yeah, think you deserve amazing. a round yeah, of applause. We all want to smack yeah, that you was now. Very good. But... That was very good. Uh, so we're going to get to your answers. We'll play some of your sounds too. The best sound in the world and the worst sound in the world. You're listening to Joey and Lauren in the morning. What is the best sound in the world? What is the worst sound in the world? Uh, we did it earlier on in the show. To recap, I said the best sound in the world for me was a good golf swing, the hitting the ball. Lauren, your best of all was the sounds. Uh, crackling fire, a campfire cracking. Ooh, I can just smell that, and I just get my clothes all smoky. Your worst sound. Was My the dad worst sneeze. sound, yes. We played a clip of a dad sneeze, like a full-on heaving back. Yeah. I just hate that. Oh, it just shakes me. My worst sound, when someone wakes up and they kind of like open their mouth for the first time, they do that, and it's just gross. Uh, let's read some text, and then we got to get to uh, to uh, Georgia as well, who's called in. This texter says, the best sound is Disneyland ticket scan sound. So I like, don't even know what that sounds like. I know. Like, when you go to a theme park, they're saying, like, that beep when they scan your ticket. Uh, worst sound in the world, blowing your nose. Somebody blowing your nose. Yeah, um, that's pretty bad. A lot of people saying laughter is the best. They love the sound of laughter, but that really depends on who is laughing. Yeah, oh, I was going to say, like, <laughs> I know some people that when they laugh, I want to, like, die. Um, this person says the worst is someone clearing their sinuses. This one says the best is the ocean. I love hearing the ocean sound. Oh, sounds. yeah, you, clearing the sinuses. You do, can you do it really quick? The, what do I You do, do the one where you go, you go, like, and oh. then you, well, <coughs> the do it. You, you do it. Oh, yeah, gosh. I hate that like, noise. It's your frog rabbit, man. <laughs> That's what that is. That's like scratching my throat. Um, this texture says, I love when my baby has a deep belly laugh and they can't stop laughing. Okay. All that right. is cute. Baby laughs are cute. Uh, you can call us as well. Georgia is with us. Georgia, worst sound, best sound. What have you got? The worst one is uh, squeezing on the chalkboard. Oh, oh yes. That can is you, terrible. Can you reenact that for us? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's bad. That's bad. What about the best? The best is ice cream truck. Oh, oh. Doo, 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 doo. Yeah. yeah, especially like in the faint yeah. background. Thanks so much nice for the call. Day. You can text us as well. 68719, best and worst sound. This texter says, the best sound for me is my grandchildren's laughter. That's oh, really sweet. That is sweet. And then the worst sound is cracking and popping your knuckles. Oh, I know. That's a good sound. Listen. Ooh, uh, uh, oh, stop. I, oh, no, that's, uh, are you kidding me? Well, honestly, I love that sound. That's I don't amazing. like. The, I like doing it on myself. I don't like that sound. A lot of people, uh, multiple submissions for the crack of the baseball bat hitting the baseball. Yeah, that, that's a good one. A lot of uh, laughing babies. Uh, a lot of 
chewing loud, best sound waterfalls. Okay, I am on this one. The worst sound this texture says is dog or animal licking themselves. Yeah, you I hate that. I hate that noise. Yeah, the dog. Uh, people clipping their nails is the worst. Best oh, see, is waves or ocean. See, this is weird. Clipping my nails. I love that sound. I love the... Mm-mm. Love it. Nope. Uh, best sound is the sound of a pop can opening. See, okay, so that was my runner-up besides my golf swing. My runner-up was going to be the... Yeah. This texture says, so we had Jared from IT and Engineering in here doing that yeah. awful waking up sound. This text says, Jared was unreal. I almost ran off the road. I was so disgusted. <laughs> he almost has that too perfect. Like he makes that revolting sound every morning as yeah. he wakes up. That was amazing. If you just missed it, Jared did it. And it was like up close <gasps> and personal. so bad. Um, yeah. Other people, microwave timers, the worst because it's so annoying. Uh, singing birds is the best. There's so many. You can continue yeah. to text us or yep, let us know on social us media. Know. This is so good. It's Joey and Lauren. We're throwing it back. It's Joey and Lauren's Throwback Thursday. It is Teacher Appreciation Week, too, this week. So, in honor of Teacher Appreciation Week, coolest teacher ever award goes to who in your life? Ah, oh, coolest teacher. I'm really bad. I have a bad memory, so I don't remember You're a lot a of my memory. teachers. Even high school, like that's what's scary is even like high school and some college professors, I don't even remember. Well, in your defense, you paying attention to teachers wasn't really a thing. So like <laughs> I'm, I'm not really surprised because uh, it wasn't, education wasn't on the top wow. of your list. No, that's okay. I, wow. I am educated. As somewhat, I, I didn't say you're not you educated. You said it wasn't a priority for me and that is false. I'm a great student now. Okay. That's fine. I That's need to fine. be like Billy Madison school. and go back to school. Back to school. My, <laughs> uh, what is it? My pack, my lunch packed up, my shoes tied tight. I hope I don't get in a fight. Back <laughs> to school. Back to school, back to oh, school. Oh, that's good. So, that's good. So the teacher that first came to my mind was actually a class that we shared together. It was journalism class yep. in, let's see, sophomore year, junior year. I don't exactly remember, but it we took- It was my senior year and it was your- Sophomore year. Sophomore I year, believe. yeah. So we actually took a journalism class together. We both wrote for the student paper and the teacher was Miss Maddie. You liked her? I liked Miss Maddie. You didn't? I didn't get any of the good beats. I got like the, uh, what, I wanted basketball and I got like swimming and diving. And that was lame. I had the um, foreign exchange column. That was my claim to fame. I wrote about all the foreign exchange students. Why did we get screwed over with the worst, like, columns in the paper? Mine was fine. Yours was kind of lame. It's because Michael, what's his name? I'm not going to out him on his last name. He was the student body president. He was the student body president. And he got to do whatever he wanted. And he got to do all the columns. Gotcha. All the hot takes. Can you mouth his last name so I can look him up on Facebook, see what he's doing? Student body president. starts with a D. Michael. Joe, he, oh. he's not going to have student is body it, president. Does it go <laughs> D-O-R? Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, um, so Miss Maddie, I think, was my favorite teacher because she was fun. And I feel like journalism class was a really kind of laid back yeah. type of environment. You know, we had the computers on the side. We would sit kind of in our um, kind of the main area together as well. And I remember we had the old school, like, MP3 Walkman or whatever yeah. we were listening to. And we had earbuds, like the old school earbuds. And you and I, 
I would have one in one ear and you would have the other one in your ear. And then we'd sit at our computers and write our columns while we were listening. So the to coolest teacher album. goes to Miss Maddie because she lets you listen to music? Yeah, she let us listen to music. She was nice. She was forgiving when I feel like I messed up on an article. She would help me rewrite it. Like she, I feel like was kind of cool, laid back, and she really cared about her students. So I just thought she was great. My coolest teacher, this is weird because this is a subject that I hate and I'm terrible at. But Mr. Smith, eighth grade math teacher, amazing. Coolest dude ever, huge sports fan. And during the, I think I've told this story before, but during the NCAA tournament, he would put, and this is back in the day when TVs were not little flat screens that you could just carry under your arm. These were the big, fat, thick TVs. He took so you had his, to wheel like, them in on a cart. Yeah, he would take his like 32-inch TV from his house because oh. the school, and he put it on his desk during the NCAA tournament and said, I'm watching basketball today and tomorrow. You guys do your thing. You can watch basketball up on the classroom TV. He had a TV like six inches from his face, and that's how he spent two days. So what did, what got, did the class do? Listen, small town, small town USA, man. Everyone was cool with it. The teachers never, like, the principal never called them out for it. So we literally watched basketball for two straight days in his man, class. I, see, I feel for the kids that didn't care about sports oh, or basketball. It was the worst. Because the then worst. you feel like... Seriously, I'm just sitting here doing what? I've also said this before. During the NCAA tournament, during March Madness, the TVs in the hallways had the tournament on for that Thursday and that Friday. I don't know why, but our school was like, yeah, basketball, let's do it. So he was awesome. And then on a more serious note, uh, Julie Scott was her name. She was one of my broadcasting professors in Glenn Mosley. Two of them were huge in my upbringing and broadcasting, were amazing, gave me amazing opportunities, let me do things that, I mean, they let me host a TV show, interviewing college football coaches and stuff. I had no business doing that as a college student. I was unprepared, but uh, made it work. So. You know, it's amazing you brought those two up because they weren't my professors, but I know that they were yours. We were married when yeah. you were you know, going to college, and I loved them both because they were super supportive and encouraging and there were so many times I would run into them out and about you know at yep. the store doing whatever and they were just great they were really great and they still support you I see them on your Facebook all the time yeah when I was like and stuff 15 years old my dad took me to the radio and TV building this is a cool story when I was like 14 or 15 and I met with Glenn Mosley and I said I want to be on the radio and he said absolutely you can do this da 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 years later he was my professor he was the one that handed me my Peter A. Haggard Award for Outstanding Broadcasting Student for the wow. University of Idaho. Sorry, I just had to get out, out there. I was uh, a terrible okay. student, but I did get an award, everyone. Hey, so no, he was the you coolest turned teacher. it around. You weren't a terrible I student. Did. And look at you now. You're kind of doing something with your life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. Prank calls and all that fun stuff. Hey, I love that both of our um, favorite teachers went back to journalism yeah, and it's broadcasting. True. Time to find out if you're smarter than Lauren. It's Listener versus Lauren. Chris is today's contestant. Hello, Chris. Good morning. Good morning. How smart do you think you are on a scale from one to ten? It depends on the day. Depends on the day. I'm I'm thinking Same. today's a uh, today's too. a ten. All right. So here is how listener versus Lauren works. Just in case you don't know the rules, uh, Lauren is about to leave the studio right now, where it is soundproof, so she will not be able to hear. I get my shoes on. I took my shoes off. Well, Lauren's, I mean, it's real stressful work we do here. Sometimes you just got to take off your shoes. You know that, Chris? So Lauren has left the studio, so she will not be able to hear these three random questions for you. I'll ask you the three questions. We'll bring Lauren back in, ask her the same set of questions, and whoever does better wins, all right? Okay. 
Question number one for Chris. This American city is known for its iconic bell. Philadelphia. In West Philadelphia, born and raised at a playground. Okay, I won't sing the whole thing. Correct, you were one for one. (laughs) Good job, Chris. Question number two. Bazinga was a popular phrase used in which TV sitcom? Bazinga. And the Big Bang Theory. Are you a fan of Big Bang Theory? Absolutely. You love it. Bazinga. I don't even know. Does Sheldon say that, I imagine? Is that a Sheldon yeah, thing? Yeah, Okay. All right. Chris, you are two for two to go a perfect three for three. Question number three. This sport also shares a name with a vegetable. Uh, squash. There it is. Three for three. Chris, way to go. Guaranteed at least a tie. All right. Let's bring Lauren back in. <laughs> Keep Chris on the line. Lauren is back in, so she did not hear those three questions. Here we go. Question number one. Okay. This, you all right? <laughs> A little out of breath. This, okay. This American city is known for its iconic bell. Um, the Liberty Bell, and it is Philadelphia? And that is correct, yes. Oh, I was not sure. Stop doing that look where you're trying to make eye contact no, with me. No, it wasn't. I, I was... know, but you do that, and I feel like it's cheating. <laughs> no, Chris it can't do that. No, confused look because I'm very unsure of myself. Question number two. Bazinga was a popular phrase used in which TV sitcom? Oh, it's amazing I know this because I never watched the show. Uh, Big Bang Theory. Two for two. Comes down to this. Question number three. This sport. Also shares a name with a vegetable. A sport and a vegetable. All I can think of is cricket, and that's not right. <laughs> what am I missing here? Um, I have no idea. Okay. I'm very confused. All right, Chris, let's bring you back on. Chris, you got a perfect three for three. Why don't you tell Lauren... The sport that also shares a name with a vegetable. Squash. Squash. Never in my life have you, I heard that. You've never heard that's of the game sport squash? Or yes. that's a game you just no, made up. No, it's not. It's like <laughs> you play it in a racquetball court. But you play squash, oh. but it's got a it's got a smaller racket. I was also going to accept pickleball. Both oh, of those. Pickleball. Both of those I would have accepted. But Chris, you get it done with a perfect three for three. <laughs> Woohoo! I feel like it was just me <laughs> celebrating there. All right, so Chris. The slow clap. We're going to hook you up, all right? <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you. It's Joey and Lauren. Joey and Lauren in the morning. I don't know if this list means anything to you. It doesn't really mean anything to me because I've never had a bad pizza in my life. I am I on it besides oh, frozen. Oh, I have had a lot really? of bad pizza. Yes. No, never had bad pizza. I'm thinking of one in particular. Now, if, if you're not sitting down, sit down because this is quite a shocker. But this pizza had too much cheese. I never thought I'd ever say that never in my life. Never say that again, please. But I've had, I've had a slice of pizza that just had way too much cheese that it was just almost unedible. You've offended the food gods, what you've done by <laughs> saying that. And now the pizza gods are going to rain down on you and you're never going to have a cheese pizza with enough bad, cheese. I've no, never I, had a bad pizza besides, in your life. Besides like bad frozen pizza, which I rarely do frozen pizza because to me the price point of frozen pizza opposed to fresh pizza is not that big of a not, difference, yeah. so I just don't get it. So to me, no, I'm, I'm serious. Besides like that cracker, my dad used to get the um, 
Oh, what are those one dollar cheap ones that look like a frisbee? Totinos. Ugh, can't do you that. You don't like see? I no with like I the little actually, uh, square yeah. cube pepperoni. Yeah, oh, they're terrible. You get those on like a bagel bite or something, right? <laughs> I, I might as well do saltine ketchup and string cheese, and that would yeah. be my pizza. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I do have the top five states for pizza. All right, so these are the top five states for pizza. Number five is Michigan. No problem with that. I like that you got that, you know, Detroit style pizza. I wouldn't know. I've never been to Michigan. But what is Detroit style again? It's like kind of more of a flat bread. No, it's no, like it's, a it's a pan. No. Yeah, it's it's a pan and it's in a square pan. It's kinda like honestly, it's kinda like the pizza you get at the lunch lady. Like But they do the school. sauce on the on top of the cheese, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I've seen that. Number four, Illinois. Chicago. Oh, Chicago. Style. Yeah, yeah, Deep yeah. Deep dish. Mm-hmm. Number three is New York. Okay. Wow. Which I New thought York New York. Is- might so have been number I. one. I thought New York would be number one, too. What else is there? Because I'm thinking Chicago, New York. And by the way, this is oh. Food and Wine Magazine, which is, you know, one of my favorites. Number two <laughs> is Connecticut. 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 Really? Which, let me show you a Connecticut-style pizza and tell me if you like that. It's a lot oh, of sauce, no not a lot of mm. cheese. It's Mm-mm. And New- it looks burnt. Have you heard of New Haven-style pizza? No. I actually, I've heard of it, but I've never had it. But that apparently New Haven, Connecticut is New Haven style. I mean, pizza. I'll eat it. Like, I'm not going to pass that, yeah, sure. that opportunity up, but and it doesn't look great. Number one state for pizza is New Jersey. So in that New North, Jersey. New Jersey, New York, that and Connecticut. That explains a lot because we have a friend who's from New Jersey and he's the biggest pizza snob of all time. It, it's honestly, it's so, I mean, it's so pinkies out annoying. And <laughs> it's seriously, one of my best friends is from New Jersey. And every time we go to pizza, oh, this isn't like Jersey pizza. Oh, this isn't like Jersey pizza. Well, guess what? We're not in Jersey. He's, all right? he's a no toppings kind of guy. It's like cheese or maybe yeah. pepperoni. And he, it has to be so perfect. And I'll be like, oh. Look at this place. Let's go to this place. And he, like, spits all over it. And yeah. I'm like, you know what? You little pizza snack. Go back to Jersey. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, like in the Northeast, like the New York, and they're obviously. serious about their pizza. But they're not. They're not big on toppings. Like, cheese pizza is where it's at. Cheese or maybe pepperoni. But we're like, oh, let's put olives, peppers, mushrooms on and it. And heaven everything. forbid, pineapple. Yeah, potatoes. Our friend almost falls over dead when we say we like pineapple on our pizza. But to me, pizza and burgers, really hard to screw up. Like, it's really hard for me to ever think back and be like, oh, not good pizza or mm, not a good burger. I disagree, though. I absolutely disagree. You can put too many toppings on a pizza. You can undercook the crust. You can overcook the crust. You can have not the right, like, cheese to sauce well, ratio. Well, I'm, I'm a three-topping max guy. I don't, I, don't do the, uh, I don't do the meat lovers. I don't do the nine toppings. I, three max. Normally, two toppings, if, mm. like, max. Mm-hmm. I, I do think that pizza actually tastes better. Like, you know when you go to those places where you can just top it yourself? Yeah. Those pizza places, uh-huh. and everyone's like, well, get the value. Get every topping on the planet. I'm like, oh, gosh. The, the problem with that, though, is it doesn't cook right because it tries to cook through your toppings, and then your cheese isn't fully melted mm-hmm. because it was trying to cook all the – yeah, I just yeah. – I, I agree. There is a way that you can have bad pizza. So those are your top three states for pizza, but it really doesn't matter to me because I don't care if I'm in Iowa, New Hampshire – Oklahoma, wherever I'm at, I think I'll have good pizza. It's really hard to screw up, in my opinion. Joey and Lauren. We are ending our show, which means we have to ask the question, what did we learn today? I learned that so many of you have your favorite sound and your least favorite sound. We said your best sound in the world, least favorite sound in the world. Most people are crushing me for the sound of a golf swing. That's just me. But seriously, have you ever watched golf on TV? 
And don't say it's boring. That'll break my heart. You watch that and you hear that like, wow, that, that was didn't even- sound right. Mm-mm. That didn't sound right either. Oh my gosh, I'm losing it. <laughs> that's a that's a sword. <laughs> Who are you, Lancelot? I don't have your sound effect ready because uh, you know earlier oh, anyway. I played it, but no. No, that's no, that's the sound not. of it. That's the sound of a golf you swing. You need the the ping part of it. <laughs> a little better. Uh, I lost. <laughs> it sounded them. like you're in the batting cages now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we had a lot of submissions for bad sounds and good sounds. A lot of sounds that people hate are like cracking knuckles, clearing the yeah. throat, you know, mouth noises. The cracking knuckles is very satisfying to yeah. me as far as the sound goes. So as far as really good sounds, we've had a lot of great submissions. But how about this one? I haven't even thought of this as being a great sound. But the sound of popcorn popping. This texture writes in and says, when you hear your popcorn popping in the microwave, love that sound. And that's not a good sound to me because of my popcorn anxiety where I feel like it's going to be burned. I am such a popcorn snob when it comes to microwave popcorn that if one kernel is burned, the whole thing goes in the trash. Because there's no worse feeling than chewing, you know, eating popcorn and everything's good. You're feeling great. You're mm, butter, tasty, salty, yummy. And then boom, (laughs) burn taste because it doesn't leave your mouth. It ruins right. the rest of the batch. You so. talk about your anxiety with that. No, the true anxiety is me trying to pop a microwave bag of popcorn around you. Because when I'm doing that, you're like, it's done, it's done, it's done, it's done. Pull it out, pull it out, pull it out. Like you freak out. You're like, it's ready. It's ready to be pulled out. And According I'm like, to popcorn, down. the popcorn god, Orville Redenbacher, may he rest in peace. He says on his bags, two to three seconds between pops, you pull that sucker out. That's a true popcorn master. All these other popcorn companies, they put a time on there. Microwaves are different, right? Yeah, don't. and the popcorn buttons don't ever work, yeah. right? Oh, I popcorn bu- feel. buttons are totally inaccurate. Some of them are like 19 minutes. I'm like, well, what are you doing? Are we making the popcorn? The, the, the way I do it, and I, I, this is kind of stupid, but I always put it in for four minutes, and then I always pull it out at 2.08. Why don't I See, just put you, it in the difference? That's not even a risk. You listen. Getting the perfect it's bag. Ready. Of, no, it's a, it's a, it's in sport. Really, it's it's about listening in the kitchen to your microwave popcorn. Don't get distracted by the smells and hearing that two to three seconds between pops. And you slowly open yeah. it and say, "Here you go, sweet thing." Okay. It always just seems Daddy's to be. Daddy's got you. You pat the, you pat the bag on the little on butt. The bum. Yeah, like a little baby, like and you say, baby. "I've got you." Now, do you eat it from the bag or do you eat it in the bowl? I'll eat it in a bowl. The bag, you get the butter and salt all around your wrist, which is a great snack for later. Just I didn't realize how much of a problem this was, and I realized his parents needed to do a better job. But one of my friends growing up in school just had a microwave bag of popcorn every day for lunch. And I realized oh. he probably had to grab it himself. I know. And it breaks, breaks oh, my heart. that's really sad. You shared some of your lunch, right? I did, absolutely. Oh, gosh. And that makes me sad. I know, it does. I'm leave the show but on that note. Sorry, sorry. It, it was always funny because he'd go elbows deep, and so the rest of the day he'd have an orange arm. Popcorn smell arm. Smell of popcorn. I so. love it. <laughs> Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren on Demand.